Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. Hi folks, I hope you're all doing super well. And on this week's podcast, what I want to talk about is attachment styles. Our early years have a profound impact on how we live today. Um, from how we treat ourselves to how we react and respond to situations, people and things. It impacts our stress levels, our triggers and our overall well-being and happiness. So what I want to do over the next four podcasts is to create a, a mini series inside this season on the main things that impact us uh, from childhood and how we can begin to heal, reconnect and reintegrate all those parts of ourselves and build that all important happiness from within. So as I mentioned, in today's podcast, we're going to look at attachment styles, how we learn to attach what styles there are and how to shift into a more secure attachment space if we need to. Because here's the thing, folks, we're born with an amazing capacity to survive, to heal ourselves on all levels and to thrive. But at the very top of our systems list is to survive our survival. So we learn from birth what we need to do and how we need to adapt to survive and attempt to thrive in our early environment. And that imprint is then what we carry through life. What we learn in our, from infancy is stored in our subconscious or unconscious memory like, a, like an imprint. And it hugely shapes our understanding of ourselves, our relationship with ourselves, and how we form relationships with others. In other words, how we show up in our adult relationships, and how we behave, how close we get to people and how safe we feel within ourselves and with other people. And that is where we react and respond from within all our relationships, including our intimate ones. It's really, really important to look at the different attachment styles, what our predominant attachment style is and how we can shift and change that to be in a more secure space. So. Starting from the beginning, as babies, we cannot regulate our own nervous system. We don't yet have the capacity to do that. So we rely on our caregivers to co-regulate with us. And the type of regulation we receive as babies influences so much of our later life. It influences our adult life so much. And we often don't understand why we are the way we are and why we show up the way we do within our relationships. So what we're going to do first is take a little trip back in time and look at where it all began. And from that space, then we can then begin to understand why we are the way we are and how we can shift and move through that. Understanding is power. 
understanding helps us become aware of what we're feeling within ourselves, why we're feeling the way we are, reconnecting with our own emotions, our own needs, and working from there then within our relationships. So, as I mentioned, when we're, we're babies, the information we receive from our caregivers' reactions and responses to our basic cries becomes an ingrained part of our who we are at a neurological level. Just like we need food and water to survive, we also need love, skin-to-skin -skin contact, cuddles, attention. So basically, when we cry out as babies, the parent comes in and tries to understand and meet our needs and positively regulates our, our system, teaching our brain and nervous system that we are safe. We are suited and we get our needs met. If that doesn't happen, if as babies we're in an environment where that doesn't happen for us, the parent does not always come or there's neglect, abuse, addictions or any disturbance in this attachment process in what our system is learning. Well, then a healthy, secure attachment style doesn't form and therefore we adapt and form a different style. You're avoidant, you're disconnected and that then in turn starts showing up in our lives, both as children and in our adult lives. One of the biggest impacts that this has on us is what we learn from co-regulation gives us the skills to self-regulate our emotions, understand and meet our own needs. So as we get older, this is vitally important to understand why we're feeling the way we're feeling and having the ability to regulate ourselves. And knowing that it is safe for us to ask for what our needs are and that they won't be met with rejection, feelings of abandonment, neglect or abuse. And that it's okay for us to co-regulate with other people later in life with friends, partners, all of those beautiful people as we get older. So if we don't learn this from childhood, from infancy, it does massively impact how we're showing up. Um, in later life. If babies don't learn that they're, that they're safe and they get their needs met, when babies finally do learn to talk, they already know uh, not to communicate their needs, not to ask. They've already understood that this is not how they get their needs met. So they adapt, find another way, and this shifts our attachment style subconsciously and impacts our behaviours and patterns going forward in a relationship. So now, folks, we're going to look at different types of attachment styles so we can see where we are and what we can do to orient ourselves to a more grounded, safe space where we can tr be in thrive mode rather than in survival mode. So the first one up here is secure attachment, um, which is what we're all hardwired for. And typically this style grew up with oceans of love, care and support. Their caregivers were very responsive to their needs, so they are interdependent, thrive in loving relationships and by themselves. They connect and bond in healthy, beneficial ways. They trust and love themselves and they are fully equipped to get their needs met in very healthy ways. Basically the style we all want to be, but some of us have to learn a little bit to get there. Um, so the next one up, folks, is avoidant attachment. 
Um, and I think for most of us, we, we show some signs of this. This style tends to keep intimate or close relationships at a distance while telling themselves all the while they don't need others. They actually often feel quite neglected and alone and avoidance styles have disconnected from their own needs as it's just not safe. So they can often not even be aware of their own needs. And this style have usually been emotionally neglected in some way, shape or form as babies. And they disconnected as the best option to mind themselves from the pain or the unsafeness of that. The next one up is it's these styles and are not set in stone and are called by different titles depending on where you studied. But this one I'm going to call for today ambivalent attachment. This style of attachment is also known as anxious attachment. And this is where a lot of anxiety and wariness shows up about getting their needs met. Um, they often don't feel lovable or good enough. So they tend to jump in and jump out with fear. They jump in to get the love and get their needs met, but get anxious, panic and jump back out nearly just as quickly, often to the detriment of themselves. And this stems from when they were younger, receiving love, but then the love or attention felt withdrawn, revoked. Maybe it wasn't a stable environment. It's possible sometimes other siblings were born or there was ongoing issues within the family unit. Um, this style tends to be constantly waiting for things to fall apart or that they're going to be abandoned. So they often react to perceived slights of abandonment before anything happens. So they can often respond to a situation where they, they think they're going to be abandoned. So therefore they, they reject quite quickly. Again, to the absolute detriment to themselves. So if this is a space that we're in, we want to start moving out of that because we are hurting ourselves in the end. And then the last one that I'm going to talk about today is disorganized attachment. And this style tends to show up when the parent is both the source of love, but also the source of neglect or abuse. This can show up if there's addiction in the family, uh, if the child has to be moved out of the home for many different reasons. So this style of attachment swings between different styles of attachment, often having very poor boundaries because again, the parent was where they, they got the love, but they were also the source of danger. So this particular style can often find themselves in relationships that they're actually in danger in. Uh, in adult life or having very poor boundaries for saying no um, because these didn't develop from, from infancy and within childhood. These are the four main styles of attachment and they're absolutely not set in stone because we can often be a, a mix and burden in mind, it's likely grown up we had one pair, more than one parent or caregiver so often we learned a mixed style of attachments um, and they may show up in different spaces where in our relationships, what we may have learned from, say, a female parent or caregiver, a style of attachment there and how we attach may be different to what we learned from a male caregiver or parent. So 
these can then in turn as adults show up as our attachment styles differently to females in our lives to males in our lives. So that's something to bear in mind as well. As I mentioned, we can often be a mix and I certainly know that I have been and still am in ways. But with all of that in mind, just know this, folks, that secure attachment and listening to that and how, you know, this involves being able to meet our own needs in a healthy way, feel loved, cared for, supported and completely connected. This may feel like a pipe dream away, a, a place we may never reach, but we're actually hardwired from birth for secure attachment. It's our original blueprint before life landed on our baby selves. But we can often stay stuck in perpetuating cycles, keeping our own fears alive by repeating behaviours that literally bring them to life, like rejecting others before they were reject us or acting like we don't care when we really, really care very deeply. These are because of some of the, the breaks or fractures in our attachment style. But as I've mentioned, we are hardwired for secure attachment. So even though that may have happened in your past, in your childhood, from today, from now, you can start reshaping and remapping. That's the greatest power of our brain and neuroplasticity. We can start building new pathways, new habits, new patterns from today, from when you choose. So some of the things we can do to make positive changes to our attachment styles, souls were feeling safer, more grounded, connected, loved, and both from within and outside because how we feel within directly dictates who we choose to be around and who we choose to spend spend our time with. So working from within force hugely helps in everything else that comes into our life. So the very first thing to do is look at what type or types of attachment show up in your life. And do this with the absolute utmost compassion for yourself. Remember, you learned this and stored it in your subconscious possibly decades ago. So the first step to changing is, is always awareness. Even if it helps look back on past relationships that you've been in and don't only focus on partner relationships, look at friendships, work, family members, newer family members like in-laws and pay attention to any patterns that show up. Did you get points of panic, uh, the urge to run, to end it, to burn it to the ground? This is definitely a, a pattern that showed up for me a lot, especially with um, male relationships. Uh, my urge was always to run or burn it to the ground before it started. And for me, subconsciously, me rejecting them was the easier path or safer path rather than staying on in, getting involved and then them rejecting me. I am massively working on that, but as I mentioned, it definitely has showed up in, in my life. The second thing to look at is when you have time, look at who in your life feels safe to you. Who do you feel really relaxed around? Someone that you can completely be yourself around. Sit with yourself and think of who those people are or who that person is or, and how they make you feel. How you feel in your body 
what it's like to be with them, how you feel within yourself when you're with them, what sensations do you feel in your body and where in your body do you feel them. Then name three positive emotions you feel. This really is a, a beautiful and important exercise. You're getting to feel what it feels like to feel safe and to feel secure within your own body. And this is where it all begins. Because all the other attachment styles, the avoidant, ambivalent, disorganized, are all come from us not feeling safe, our nervous system not feeling safe within ourselves. So if you can start looking at the points you do feel safe and the spaces you do feel safe in, you can start building from there. You can start understanding what your, your own needs are. And lastly, on this exercise, what is it about this person that makes you feel safe? What is it they say or do that makes you feel good, makes you feel that feeling like you're, you're home, you're minded, you're protected. Um, and as I say, from this space, you can begin to understand what it is that you want to need A, from you and from other people. And on this note, folks, looking at attachments, as you know, the podcast only has about, you know, I air for about 20, 25 minutes. There is a huge amount more exercises you can do if you really, really want to dive into this further and understand yourself. So do feel free to, to reach out and ask me for any tools, tips or more questions that I'd use with my clients. If you want to take a deeper dive into understanding yourself and your own style a bit more. And don't forget noodles, as I mentioned, this is a mini series where over the next few weeks, we're going to come from different angles, from early childhood, developmental trauma, to really give us an understanding of ourselves, what shaped us and how we can reshape ourselves going forward. So do stay tuned and really start working on building that relationship with yourself from today. So that's it for me for this week, guys. I hope you've really enjoyed it and got some fabulous takeaways. And as always, I invite you to connect in with me across social media or check me out on my website, www.yourgifttoyou.com or email me, linda at yourgifttoyou.com, guys, because I'd love to hear from you and any topics you'd like for us to talk about or any more learnings that you want. And please remember, give me those reviews because it keeps the podcast getting out there to more people. So chat to you very soon, guys. Bye-bye.